You're listening to WHTT Speaks Out. Each week, Chuck Carlson and members of We Hold These Truths look into events that are, for the most part, ignored or overlooked by the mainstream media. And we analyze these events to get free and periodic updates to this program and our other interesting programs. Be sure to enter your email address in the subscribe to WHTT box on the right side of our website, WHTT.org. And now, ready, set, let the sparks fly. In today's WHTT Speaks Out, we're going to talk about a, a recent event that uh, I think has got some positive and there's definitely some negative to it. It's about the firing of uh, Professor Mark Lamont Hill, who was a political commentator on CNN, the TV network, and he was not a full-time employee of CNN. But he did something that I guess was really horrendous. It caused a really a ruckus. He gave an address at the United Nations about the situation in Palestine. He had just gotten back from Palestine with some fellow activists, peace activists in Palestine. And we'll have a link to his presentation. We highly recommend it because he gave a very good overview of what is going on in Palestine. But here's an interesting article, also have a link to it, uh, by Gideon Levy of Haritz from Israel in an article entitled, In U.S. Media, Israel is Untouchable. And here's what he said in part, quote, Mark Lamont Hill is an American writer and lecturer in communications at Temple University in Philadelphia and also an analyst with CNN. In a speech last week at a United Nations conference, he called for, quote, international action that will give us what justice requires, and that is a free Palestine from the river to the sea, unquote. And uh, he goes on further, in a matter of hours, the skies collapsed into well-orchestrated hysteria. Seth Mandel, editor of the Washington Examiner, accused Hill of having called for Jewish genocide, Ben Shapiro an analyst on Fox News called it an anti-Semitic speech. Counsel Danny Dayan tweeted that Hill's remarks were like a swastika painted in red. The Anti-Defamation League said they were tantamount to calling for Israel to be wiped off the map. The inevitable outcome was not long in coming, and CNN fired the rebel analyst on the very same day. And what was interesting, of course, He didn't make these comments on CNN. He was doing this at the United Nations. So we want to talk a little bit about that and somewhat of a double standard that Chuck will talk about, because for the most part, what we're seeing from our mainstream media about Palestine is kind of like we might say is controlled opposition. You get a little bit about it about the Palestinian side, but it's very little. It's obviously slanted towards the Israeli narrative, the Zionist narrative. And uh, so the Palestinians rarely get a fair shake from our mainstream media. So we recommend, of course, to people that listen, who probably already are, is to look at alternative media. There are a lot of interesting stories out there and, and a lot of facts that can be checked about the situation on the ground there in Palestine. And we like to say it's occupied Palestine. Over 138 countries actually recognize Palestine as a country. 
in the United Nations, but in reality, it is occupied by the Israeli IDF, both in the uh, West Bank and particularly in Gaza. Chuck, would you like to uh, give us a little analysis, what we would call controlled opposition, if you will, at CNN? This is a big event and a curious one because I happen to have been watching some CNN stories that I picked up in the aftermarkets, and I thought it was curious that in the last couple of months, CNN's new anchorman, Chris Cuomo, that's the same name as the name of the governor of New York, and Cuomo has seemed to be giving a little bit of fair press, quite a bit of fair press to the Palestinian people. For instance, he covered some of these horrendous slaughters that have taken place on the open border of Gaza, where the Israelis gunned down, literally gunned down some 150 people. One of the recent reports talks about them shooting 18 people in one day. Most of them were 150 yards away from the fences. And the fence is not on the border, by the way. It's built by Israel inside Gaza's border. But none of these people were killed, these last 18. And uh, so when we read this, we realize that Israel is deliberately shooting these kids to wound or maim them, probably shooting at their legs. And the hospitals, of course, in Gaza can't handle the people. These people are largely unarmed. But Chris Cuomo, the anchorman for CNN, has been giving a little fair coverage to this. And I've been thinking, I wonder what's happening that CNN is starting to cover the Palestinian situation. Then they fire Hill, and uh, I had no idea who Hill was because I don't hear his piece, didn't see his pieces. But in looking at him, I can see that Mark Lamont Hill, the college professor at Temple University, is not only very passionate about this, but he is understanding. And he made a speech at the United Nations in which he really laid it pretty much on the line in 20 minutes. He did as much as anybody could do in 20 minutes. It occurs to me that maybe CNN has turned Chris Kumble loose to do a little disclosure of the Palestinian situation so that it can't be said that they're ignoring what should be obvious to everybody. And by the same token, then they have a guy who comes back from Palestine and Gaza, makes a speech to the UN, and goes far beyond, and we'll discuss a, a little bit about what he said in the speech and how he went beyond and what is not ever said by the media, but it appears that Mark Lamont Hill is not in any way controlled opposition. He is uncontrolled opposition, and CNN showed their true colors by firing him, uh, even though he wasn't on their payroll, they got rid of him. I, in my paper, asked, gee, why didn't CNN just take him aside, uh, write him a check for a couple of million dollars and say that their, their needs have changed and let him go his way? Apparently, they wanted to try to discredit him. And so they went about doing it this way when they could have just uh, quietly gotten rid of him if they don't wanted to. I feel like what we're seeing here is the beginning of a little bit of understanding on a wide scale by people who are starting to see the Palestinian situation 
in the true light that some of us have seen it for the last 15 years. And what's going on in Gaza today, of course, is nothing different than what was going on in Gaza when I was there in 2002. And uh, the air raids were going on then, killings were going on then, executions were going on then by, by Israeli. But the difference then was the air raid I watched that killed four and wounded 40, I believe it was, I watched it and it didn't make the American press. It was just one of those silent things that happened at night. And people heard about it from me when I came home. So this is the way things have been going there. And I see a little turning and I'm optimistic that we are starting to have some people like Hill who are stepping up and willing to take some risk. And he is taking some risk. Okay? Chuck, I'd like to jump on that. When you you said we're seeing some turning, and as the uh, video that we produced several years ago, the tragedy and the turning, well, we know about the tragedy, and the tragedy is still going on, but there is the turning. And I, I, I hope, Tom, you put a link to uh, Mark Lamont Hill's speech to the UN on our website, because it is so good. As we hold these truths, we're not going to agree with everything of his politics, because he is definitely more on, on the far left. He's a globalist and would consider himself a progressive. But when it comes to the human rights, we're right there with him. And for an African-American to present a, a view that rises and flies in the face of the establishment and of the, the left and the right, he made a very good point in his speech where he said the progressives are for this issue and for that issue and that issue and this issue. But when it comes to Palestinians, they won't even touch it. They're so afraid because if you say anything about Palestinian rights, well, then you're anti-Semitic. And that's why you talked about the ADL just rising up with this whole firestorm against Hill's speech. No one ever contradicts what he actually says. They just go after him because he's attacking Israel. Good point. Here's a good quotation from Professor Mark Lamont Hill's presentation at the UN Committee on the Exercise of the Inalienable Rights of the Palestinian People. Quote, while the Universal Declaration of Human Rights says that all people are born free and equal in dignity and rights, the Israeli nation state continues to restrict freedom and undermines equality for Palestinian citizens of Israel, as well as those in the West Bank and Gaza. At the current moment, there are more than 60 Israeli laws that deny Palestinians access to full citizenship rights simply because they are not Jewish. From housing to education to family, reunification, it is clear that any freedom naturally endowed to all human beings are actively being stripped away from Palestinians through Israeli statecraft. And so as a, as a black American, he can understand this notion of racism. It's been a big issue here in the United States for many years. And so what is happening, of course, in Israel is pure racism. It's kind of a strange mix in race because Jews aren't actually a race. They're more of a tribe. They're held by together by their religion. So it's kind of almost paradoxical in a way. Some uh, skeptics say they're held together by their money. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Hill made a point. One of the points he made was the U.S. funding of the Israeli cause and the money that's pumped into Israel at our expense, which is used to, of course, suppress the Palestinians. 
this issue of money is something that CNN and CBS and NBC rarely talk about. You can hardly find anybody that knows that we give three to four billion dollars a year in military aid to Israel, and that it's the kind of thing that the stations and the networks don't touch. They avoid it at all costs because money is an issue that Americans can understand. And if Americans get to thinking about, I don't have a job or, or I don't have a very good job, and we're giving this money away, that is the kind of thing that can cause a change. And Hill did bring that up in his talk. Well, as a side note here, uh, I think of, of some little bit of good news is there's a little bit of awareness on this finance issue. Uh, there's a bill in Congress that uh, $38 billion of aid for the next 10 years to Israel, and there is getting some traction from uh, Senator Rand Paul bringing some awareness, but on Times Square, a company by the name of Cion, C-I-S-I-O-N, has got a big sign that says, Media Ignore Largest Military Aid Package in U.S. History, $38 billion to Israel. And so this kind of thing is what CNN really doesn't want people to know about that we are funding something to the tune of over $10 million a day to the state of Israel. For military purposes. Military purpose enables them to squelch any opposition from the Palestinians who are basically unarmed. They've got very crude weapons, rockets that are homemade. They were flying kites that they would set on fire. It's hard to believe this. Israel openly pleads that they're being attacked by kites and balloons with yeah. a string tied to them or a wire that has burning junk on it, and they're claiming this is an attack upon them. And they actually publicize it and get away with it because Americans can't think clearly enough to realize that you can't attack people with kites and balloons. People are, I think, slowly waking up, as Craig mentioned in our award-winning film, Christian Zionism, the tragedy and turning, that we are seeing a, a gradual turning there. So it's hard. Once the genie gets out of the bottle, the Israelis are almost getting desperate and all their minions, the Zionists here in the United States, almost seem like they're getting to be desperate, particularly like an action like this with Professor Mark Lamont Hill. Anyway, we hope that anybody that listens to this will look into the matter and uh, do a little investigation and see for yourself that, hey, we're not getting all the story here from our mainstream media. I think a lot of people are waking up to it, but sadly, a lot of Americans aren't. They still consume mainstream media and don't seem to question. What comes to mind to me is The Wizard of Oz. We don't mind man behind the curtain. And I think it was one of those FIFO movies or something where it says, who are you going to believe, me or your own eyes? And uh, that's what's happening here is the facts, because of social media, because of people like Mark Lamont Hill, the truth is coming out. And it's becoming harder and harder to keep the genie back in the bottle. And the uh, Netanyahu and company are having a harder and harder time. And so it's a continual ad hominem attack, like you mentioned, that other professor and then Mark Lamont Hill. So hopefully this will get some traction and that uh, people will start remembering the Rachel Corey story, people like that that have really given their lives for Palestinian rights. And hopefully this will get some traction. 
Thanks for listening. If you like this program, please let your friends know about it and our other thought-provoking podcast. And be sure to visit our website, whtt.org, for a wealth of information on Christian Zionism and other critical issues that we face. Also at whtt.org, you can watch for free our award-winning documentary film, Christian Zionism, The Tragedy and the Turning, Part 1. Join us in our efforts to wake the town and tell the people. Start small, think big, and press on towards the straight gate.